0: My hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer no room for any less. Listen now.
1: Good morning. It's Thursday, February eighth. And you know what that uh, today is? Today is the day that uh seeking alpha picks finally goes on sale. Yes. You can go to the link tree. L I N K T R dot E E slash daily stock pick. It is the third pick. Uh, What is Alpha Picks? Alpha Picks is discounted to $89. Keep an eye out. Make sure that you use the link to get the special offer. Um, Blah, blah, blah. What is it? It's two data driven stock picks picks each month alerts when ratings shift to sell and when new picks are added the stock picks cover multiple sectors access to alpha picks over 20 stocks on day one you get everything that you uh everything that they've done over the you get access to it on day one Uh, Stocks are picked by the Seeking Alpha Quantitative uh, Analysis Team with no subjectivity or emotion. Alphapix takes into account company fundamentals, valuation, momentum growth. It is $89. Who is it for? It's designed for buy and hold investors. Alphapix does not require frequent trading. Alphapix portfolio is not designed to generate dividend income covers multiple sectors this is the best opportunity to rotate between different sectors for example we've added a home builder stock to alpha picks portfolio in march of 2023 and that stock appreciated 100 percent in the following quarter what should you expect from it uh overall portfolio performance again it's your choice to get into i went into over it yesterday how i'm using alpha picks uh i basically twilio and, and and you can read my newsletter. Twilio is the most recent one that they picked. You're not going to get it over here, um, you know, every time. But I got I showed you how I'm using it. Now, they picked Twilio, uh, and they picked it up here at about 73, 74. And you can see right here, it's dipped down to 69. Sorry, I know everybody likes my... Uh, me yelling at the dogs, but I try and mute it as much as I can and, and then edit it out afterwards. But Twilio, they, they announced it. They said, hey, it's down 2% since they, they announced it. If we go over to Twilio, uh, let's go to Seeking Alpha Picks. So, Seeking Alpha Picks, um, I'll take you into the group because I am part of the group. Um, but you can see the portfolio and you just kind of go down and you look at the dates picked. And the most recent one, they're down 2%. They just buy it on the day that they put it out there. But their performance is solid, 99% versus the S&P up 32%. So it is unbelievable just how good this is. Again, it's $89 for the year. Uh, Like I said, if I buy a couple of stocks in here and I make a couple hundred bucks, I've more than uh, doubled the money that I invested. So I'm more than happy to buy that one. Uh, And in in the newsletter yesterday, I kind of put it out there. If you're getting anything out of this podcast, it should be that I use tools. And the tools that I use, and you don't have to pay for these tools, but they're set up so that, you know, hey, there's an expensive one, there's a middle ground one, and then there's the very cheap one. TrendSpider is the first one. It's all the charts that I use. It's everything. And you can find all the links here on Linktree. But TrendSpider is the first one. It's the charts. You can go and get free charts. You don't have to use TrendSpider. It's just charts on steroids. It's got so many opportunities for you that in my mind, it is worth the yearly premium. Then there's Seeking Alpha premium. This includes all the news articles that I go over, everything that that happens. Um, I just find it easy to go to Seeking Alpha where I don't have to use a lot of time. For instance, uh, here on Finviz. You can go over the news articles and stuff. It just takes you to a bunch of stuff that I don't wanna go through. So, for $189 bucks a year, I just consider this to save me a lot of time. It gets me the quant data, it gets me analyst recommendations, it gives me all the fundamental data on seeking Alpha Premium. And then the third one is the cheap option Alpha Picks. It basically, if you go to Alpha Picks, and you go uh, down to their uh, the, the the analysis. It takes you through everything: the portfolio review, alpha pick selection, uh, what they do. They do a webinar on it. Uh, Meta. They take you through all of the earnings for Meta. Powell Resources. It's up fifty percent on earnings, and they tell you why. And they tell you why it's got more room to go. Exxon removed from the AP portfolio due to the whole rating. They bring you through everything. so if you want something to start looking at some fundamental analysis by uh, seasoned investors who put out charts who tell you what to look at in stocks, again 89 bucks a year. so and I know I've been touting this one. just be aware too. Uh, alpha the, the seeking alpha team sent me this in the email. Alpha picks price is expected to rise in the upcoming weeks. We believe this sale has enormous potential and are expecting a large response. That, to me, is code for they're going to raise the price. So get in at 89 bucks. Don't wait. Those of you that have been around long enough know uh, if you wait on TrendSpider, it goes from like $300 up to $1,000. So just get that one. Um, in fact, Scott Shipley, Scott Shipley from um, the, the, the Facebook group, and he, I'll put this in the newsletter. Uh, I'm very impressed with Alpha Picks. The seven stocks that I purchased that were strong buys are up 12% in two weeks. in two weeks. Uh, So I I think it's worth it. I think it's a good one. Uh, Part of it might be that he bought NVIDIA. I don't know that he bought NVIDIA. But this, I thought this was a great meme. NVIDIA, wait, I can explain. Amazon, 43%. I'm only up 13%. Apple, 13%. I'm only up 2%. And Tesla, wait, you guys are actually making money? (laughs) I love that one. I'm going to include that in the newsletter. Uh, There were some people who said they got into this holo uh holo is a stock that it's a small cap super small cap uh but it's gone crazy and it's gone parabolic and it's gone nuts and i bet it's halted several times um but you can see here it had a reverse one for ten split here's the thing the only news that i could find on this the only news i could find on this was that they joined a communications industry association that's it and and you know Here's the thing, that news. I, I don't know if it was that news alone, but that news drove this up two thousand percent, two thousand percent. So those of you who put ten dollars into this one, I would not invest in this one. It is overbought. The sixty-five minute probably does great on this one, but I'm not getting into it. This one was nuts. There's also a nutso one today. H kit by the way, Holo is up um let's see holo is up 107 percent today h kit is another one that's going nuts today this one's up 43 percent um h kit i don't know let me see if h kit has any news on it uh these are just crazy one h high tech global um it's up 448 percent today Four hundred and forty. I thought it was up four hundred forty-one percent. It's up four hundred and forty-eight percent today. And there's no news. There's no nothing on it. It's just a company provides information technology and consultancy services. Um, revenue, nothing crazy. Uh, F1, f one uh, full year revisions. Hundred percent of the revisions have been down. Uh, the gap the the PE is nine I mean this company's not making money there's no reason for this to be up 400 percent but those are two examples of crazy craziness that's going on in the market um Nvidia I added some yesterday at 390 692 692 uh, yes Pavan asked me why did you add it uh, it's it was overbought I don't understand I wanted to get in under 700. And, and I read this, uh, this analysis on, uh, on, on, on seeking alpha, uh, NVIDIA near all time highs yet reasonably la- valued with widening AI tailwinds. I am revising my investment thesis, increasing the target price from NVIDIA from 1200 to 2000 by 2030. Am I going to be upset buying a $700 stock? Uh, if by, you know, within five years it, it's doubled, no five years. If it doubles in five years, you're doing way better than the S&P. You're doing much better than the S&P doubling your money in in, in, in five years. So six years, say six years. You're doing much better than the S&P. So understand this this analysis is great. The stock price, it's at 706. They have earnings um, here on February 21st. I think that kills it. You guys know I added SMCI the other day. I added more NVIDIA. Um, I just think that it's got more room to run. And this uh, tweet out by Adam Parker, Carl Quintanilla did the tweet, but Adam Parker was on yesterday. We're in the first inning. Maybe the batter's box on AI. Come on. Of course, Nvidia is going to be a two trillion dollar company before it's a half a trillion dollar company. You're at the very early phases of something that has uh, hasn't been deployed. So, if you want to know um, the, the the market cap, so he thinks it's going to two trillion. Right now, it's at 1.7 trillion. So you've got upside even from this craziness. The forward P.E. is 32. Now, we we went over the historic P.E. of this one has been all the way up near the hundreds. The P.E. is 92. They better raise guidance. They better raise guidance. So that's that's essentially what they're saying is they better raise guidance. Um, But this is everything points towards this. We'll go over uh, some of the earnings yesterday. Um, but I just I, the other thing that I want to say is I will probably be making very large moves in uh, the market this this week and next week. Um, I heard a great quote from um, from Josh Brown yesterday and, and this this kind of run rung a bell and I'm hoping that it rings a bell with with other people as well. Um, and he said, in this kind of market, uh, you invest in what works and and what doesn't work, you just kind of chalk up your losses, and then you reinvest in what what's worked. Uh, because we're at all-time highs, you have to invest in what's worked. It doesn't mean that you'll go all-in on SMCI. It doesn't mean that you go all-in on NVIDIA. It doesn't mean that you go all-in on Apple or Amazon or Google. It just means you've got to narrow your focus. And there was a great question yesterday uh, in the private Facebook group about, hey, I'm so over uh, over-indexed towards technology, I want to get out. Why? Why? And Josh's quote that I heard yesterday was fantastic. He said, why do I want to own my 20th favorite stock? Uh, Why not add to my fifth favorite stock? And instead of having 20 stocks, maybe I only have seven. You know, maybe I only have seven stocks that I'm actually investing in. I have my ETFs, but maybe I only have seven stocks that I'm getting in and out of uh, because those are the runners. Momentum is a strong strong force um so for me i want to narrow my focus into what's working uh do i really want to add to my position in my 20th favorite stock no i want to add to my position in my top five stocks that are moving that i'm actually making money on so you want good companies with good products with good earnings and good management uh that means i'm going to probably get rid of oxy even though warren buffett believes in oxy i am going to get rid of oxy that means I'm probably getting rid of Devin. Took it out of the core portfolio. I'm getting rid of it. That means I'm going to get rid of Docu. Uh, because Docu, I can write that, uh, that loss off against some of the SMCI or other gains that I have. Mara. I'm going to get out of Mara. Uh, I, I believe that Bitcoin's going to have another run. I believe that Mara's going to do it. I'll probably take that loss. I don't want a dollar cost average. I'm just going to get out of it. Uh, PayPal. PayPal going to get rid of it. Square, I'm going to get rid of it. Morgan Stanley, I'm going to get rid of it. Cisco may be an opportunity. Broadcom may be an opportunity. Uh, Outside ETFs might be an opportunity. Adding ARM might be an opportunity. Adding Nvidia might be an adding Palantir, adding Snowflake, more Amazon, even Oracle. Things that are working, you want to add to. Things that are not working, get rid of them. PayPal's a great example. We'll go into this one. Um, this goes for long, short, whatever time frame you have. Uh, people may ask, "Well, why aren't you adding to Apple if you have such big conviction on Apple, short term or long term?" Right now, it doesn't mean that I'm getting rid of Apple. It doesn't mean that I'm trimming Apple. It just Apple's you know sixty percent of my brokerage portfolio. Uh, Google hasn't moved. I might dump some of that, move that towards SOXL because the chips are moving uh trying to gain some exposure more exposure to chips so this was a great gene munster uh quote yesterday and this was a tweet arm is up 23 percent in the after hours six months ago there was talk we were at the peak of the ai bubble that remember six months ago people were saying when we were going down in september it was just a bubble that ai stuff was just a bubble Since then, Microsoft is up 20%. Meta is up 50%. AMD, 55%. NVIDIA, 56%. I don't even know what SMCI is up, but ARM is now up 48% in after hours. Uh, Gene Munster, we went went over this with uh, Parker before he believes that we're at the start. Gene Munster, I believe we're at the start of a three to five year tech run that will end with an AI bubble. Uh, There will be a bubble. It's not now. It's not now. Earnings are showing you. It's not now. So uh, if you want to invest in some stocks with the highest upside to their price targets, here's a list. General Motors. First Solar. We'll talk about Enphase in a little bit because I think Enphase uh, showed that maybe there's an opportunity there uh, with Solar because it's been beaten down. Uh, WBD, Ford Motor Company. Bungie, Mosaic, Borg Warner. Uh, United Airlines is 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 40, 44% upside. EQT, EQT has a great dividend. Uh price target is 52. Uh upside to potential 40 44 where 44% from where it's trading. Dexcom, their price target is, is 170. So, you know, take a look at this list if you want if you want something that's inexpensive. There's a here's a list stocks with inexpensive valuations versus their peers. Caterpillar Still, you know, their, their forward PE is only 14. The sector is, is 16. So it, that's cheap. Builders First Source. This one was one that came in uh, the other day a- as a question. I mean, this might be a great one. BLDR. We can take a look at this stock. BLDR has been just moving up incredibly high. Now, here's the thing. Versus its its its, it's, uh, it's sector, uh, forward PE is 14. The sector is 16. So it's still cheap at 182. If we look at the long term of this one, this one has just been a killer. And I know I said I'm not excited by it. I did a little digging. I kinda like it. I kinda like honestly, I kinda like it. I don't know. Maybe it was maybe I'm high on you know high on stuff but I do like this stock. So you can take a look at some of these. um, FedEx is in there. HP is in there. Kraft Heinz is in there. NXP Semiconductors, if you want the chips, on Semiconductor Qualcomm. Their PE is 14. The sector is 18. You can see on on Semi, 15. The sector is 18. So even in different sectors that have run you can find uh, opportunities versus the P.E. for cheap uh, cheap ones, and you can take a look there. Biggest movers of the day. Biggest mover is Disney. Disney, I, I said get it under 100. It's up 6%. Uh, I can look at it. We can look at it right here. Um, there were a couple of things. One caveat on Disney, and I brought this up at the beginning uh, on YouTube Live. Disney is up 8% at 107 Understand when I said, Hey, get this at, at 90, I thought it was a great buy. I added through the 90s. Uh, I think my average purchase price is somewhere around 102 now, 103. I'm up. I will simply add to this. It's again, it's not a huge position for me, but long term, we can look at the weekly. Um, Disney is trading at levels. Look, I mean, look at that. Trading is levels. The world was shut down. Uh, and we were trading at those levels. Now the PE is still expensive. Here's the caveat I want to put to, to put to you at Disney: the the PE is 60, the forward PE is 18. Understand, Disney it, it is priced to perfection because they have to do, have to hit their goals. Uh, What Bob Iger did was he basically rolled out the kitchen sink. He announced a huge buyback. He announced uh, a reinstatement of the dividend. He announced a Moana uh, sequel. He announced gaming uh, investment that he's going to do. He announced everything. Streaming bundles with the sports group. Uh, He announced everything that he could. The reason he did that is because there's an uh, activist investor named Nelson Peltz who is going after the board. This is the earnings that he had to show some type of turnaround. Uh, He had to do that because in March, they are voting for board seats. So this was everything in the kitchen sink that they could throw at it. That's why Disney is up 7%. That's why Disney was such a good play yesterday. I didn't think about it. I heard it afterwards. I should have known it. Um, Yeah, should have loaded into this name. Uh, This was a great one, a great opportunity. The other big mover of the day was one that I did bring up as I thought it was an opportunity. I did not invest in it because there just wasn't enough information. This one was up. uh, It is now up 40%. It's up 40%. I didn't take this one because there just wasn't enough data for me to take it. Now, the algorithm had you buy in at 72. If you listen to the algorithm on TrendSpider, you just paid for your yearly subscription because you are up almost 50%. Yeah, to it, pre-market, In pre-market, I'm sorry, markets opened up. It's trading at 106. And it, you know again, it doesn't have craziness. This all points to the, the, the with the arm stuff with the AMD earnings already with the SMCI earnings it all points to Nvidia moving higher. It, it all points to Nvidia having that huge quarter with Meta saying they couldn't get enough Nvidia chips. It all points to Nvidia again. Why did I buy Nvidia close to seven hundred? The reason is I don't mind it long term. It's in my retirement account. The cash isn't taking up anything. I think it's a great opportunity to do it. I, I think I've invested like $20,000 in the last couple of days in it. I will pour more money into it because I want a bigger position. Uh, but those were the big two earnings. Now, uh, the third one, the biggest stockers, uh, uh, movers, it's this one, PayPal. PayPal, I'm done with it. Done with it. The The product presentation Didn't shock the world. The earnings, even worse. Even worse. I mean, I have my note. The market expected too much too soon. Plus, they didn't give guidance. I'm done. I'm just done. I don't want anything to do with this company. I will be selling out. We lost this range in here. I will be probably selling it today. If I can get 57 for it, I'm happy. I'm just selling out of uh, three positions. I'm going to lose probably 30, 40%, but I'm getting out of this. This just shows me there's no hope in this stock. I don't want to give the uh, the, the, um, the the CEO any more time. Remember, it's good companies with good products. This is a good company. Not bad. But you, know, you, you look at the long-term stock price. Um, it's a, is it a good company with a good product? I don't know. Old people are using it. Uh, does that stock chart look like it's a good product? No. Uh, with good earnings? Nope. That doesn't look like it's good earnings. With good management, I think management's out the door now. Until they can prove to me that they can turn some type of profit, I don't want to be in it. I'm getting out of it. My money in a bull market should be in bull places. It goes back to what I said. I don't want my 20th favorite stock. I don't want this opportunity to pass me by. I'm taking this money. I'm putting it somewhere else. So those were the earnings yesterday. Uh, We've got some earnings today. If we go over here to Savvy Trader, uh, I think Pins reports today, if I'm correct. Uh, Savvy Trader, I like their kind of earnings layout. By the way, I'm still number one. Uh, in one week, still number one in one month. Uh, I don't think I'm number one in three months. Um, but after the close today, we have Motorola Solutions. We have Dexcom, which is um, a, a real take two. We have, I believe we have pins as well. Pepsi tomorrow before the bell. We have uh, Enbridge. Um, Nothing huge for tomorrow. I'm going to do a, a short one, but we have pins. Uh, and pins is interesting because we had Meta, kill it on the social media platform. We had Snapchat, not kill it. Now, Pinterest, in my mind, I think $40. I was saying down here, I thought it was a $30 stock, buy it under $30. I think this one moved to $40. Um, With Elliott Management in there, I think it's going to be a solid earnings quarter. I think they're going to show something. Um, Am I betting on this one? No. Am I getting into it before earnings? No. I probably won't play this one. There are better places for my money today than some type of social media because this one is expensive. It's not, you know, if they they show the type of meta growth, it's not expensive. Ford PE is 30, but that's on their guides. If they blow away their guidance, that might get cut in half. If they do do what meta did, then this one's going to get cut in half. Year to date, you're up 9%. Over one year, you're up 53%. The average target price is 40 bucks. The most recent analysis, January uh, 18th, they came out with a $45 price target. Well, that's 10%. That would be a great move. Uh, January 9th, BMO initiated with a $45 price target. December, Raymond James said, hey, it's a $45 price target. Uh, Here in December too, RBC, $46. So, they with meta these guys may kill it because remember there's an activist investor in here working to monetize the 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 business so i like that one i like it a lot and face i didn't talk about it yesterday i was so done with solar i didn't even want to talk about the earnings on this one this was crazy yesterday it was 18 percent on earnings and and the ceo said something and this is this is essentially one the, the CEO sees demand improving Q1. They're working through their inventories. And so he thinks that demand is going to come back. Solar is is 100% reliant on reducing rates. Don't expect solar to start soaring until we have reduced rates. I don't believe the CEO when he says, "Hey, we're going to have uh, you know, demand in Q1." I'd rather buy this at 150 and have it move to 170 than to have this one at 119 go back to 71. So in my mind, I think you wait for this, but I think solar is one you keep an eye on. Okay, there was uh, in the, the the seeking off a premium. I get an email, uh, and I get an email based on uh, just my portfolio. So I have the core portfolio in there so that I can do it. There were two quant ratings that changed. And that is Pepsi went from a a, a buy to a strong buy. Uh, and, and this one, uh, again, they have earnings tomorrow morning uh, before the bell. This one went to a strong buy. There it is at a buy. Here it is at a strong buy. Um, if you want it, I think it's a $180 stock. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, you know, I've got enough of this. I haven't sold out of it, but Pepsi's one. The other one that got upgraded, um, well, there's three of them, but Taiwan Semi went from a hold to a strong buy. This went from yellow to green. Okay. Revisions B plus. I mean, they already had their earnings. They killed it on earnings. It's up another 2%. If we go on, this is in the core portfolio. The thing about Taiwan Semi is it's all Political. If China moves on Taiwan semi, you're going to get destroyed. This is all of a sudden a $60 stock if China moves on Taiwan. But if you be invested in the algorithm right before its earnings at $100, you're up 27% in 23 days. That is phenomenal. That is why we have it in the core portfolio. That is why I think uh, NVIDIA. Has their earnings coming up with the catalyst Roblox could this pump on earnings again Yes, it did Roblox moved in uh in seeking alpha it moved from a hold to a buy a hold to a buy um and it's not a strong buy it, oh it's back at hold <laughs> but it did move to a buy let me see let's, let's see the quant did they just not update this one um it's got a, the valuation is F this one. It's up another 2% at 46. I would completely expect this to pull back to 40. I think anything below 40 on this one, you can buy. Uh, it is not at its highs. If we go and we look at a weekly on this one, you got a long way to go to get back to your hundred dollar uh, range. It is expensive. It is too expensive. So just understand that that one is is one that uh, I think is, is is a trade. It is in the core portfolio, and I like it. Google rebranded uh, their AI chatbot instead of Bard; it's now all Gemini, and they're monetizing it. That's the key point: they're monetizing their uh, AI. Uh, it, it, Google didn't react because nobody, you know, everybody wants to see the proof in the pudding. It's all priced in. You've got a gap up here to one fifty-two. Why I said. I was going to trim some Google. Uh, it's just because I, I, Google has some, some, um, some weakness in it. And the weakness is because if you go and you do a search on, uh, on Gemini or Bard, it costs them like a dollar. If you go and do a, Google, a regular Google search, it costs them less than a cent. So the, the power consumption, that's what's causing this. It's the data processing power. How do you invest in that? You invest in SMCI, which actually does the most energy efficient uh, AI rigs. They put them together as energy efficient. So it's saving Google money. Google and Meta and those guys, they're all clamoring to get SMCI's rigs. <clears throat> they just can't do enough of it. So, uh, But I think Google is—it is, should be in your portfolio. I just may trim it. Uh, Alex Tamayo from Spotify asks, what's uh, the good dividends long-term stock play for the day? Listen, I hate dividends. Alex, I hate dividends. I would tell you REITs and energy have great dividends or use the covered call ETFs. I have an entire list of covered call ETFs in TrendSpider. Um, covered call ETFs like uh, JEPI, like SPYI, like JetQ, QYLE, XYLD. The entire list is there in TrendSpider. So if you sign up for TrendSpider, I send you that um and that list and it's not hard to find you can just go and look at covered call etfs i I don't worry about if you want dividends i don't know how old you are alex but if you're 70 uh maybe 75 years old and you need some income to pay for you know the, the managed care that you're getting yeah get dividends but if you're 20 why would you want dividends i don't want dividends I want the company to take the money that they're making and invest it back in the business in order to grow. Uh, my style has not been dividend. If you want uh, some of the core, uh, look up the, uh, here's what you do. You go over to Savvy Trader, okay? Go over to Savvy Trader. I've got a core portfolio over here and and, and you can research these names, because this isn't something that you actually douche on the internet. But the core portfolio has a list of 34 names in it. You can look up which ones have a great dividend. Uh, I know Simon Property Group, great dividend. Oxy, decent dividend. Coke, good dividend. MPLX, great dividend. Um, but look up these for your dividend. I mean, you know, again, you have to, if you're trying to decide on dividends, my show probably isn't this. You know, you you can't rely on dividends on my portfolio. You're relying on growth. Matt. Hey, Gary, I've been a longtime listener. I have a small portfolio under $50,000. i have been putting a lot of interest in watching it and trying to build it. I'm trying to diversify since I have a lot of exposure into tech. Ah, here's the the tech. Um, Just seeing what your thoughts on McKesson, MCK. Boy, this was uh, I think John Oliver did a thing about McKesson. Um, it has a great run over the past year. Recently, with the five percent gain since mid January. Also, someone like me, I am curious what's your stance on stop losses and when and how should I be using? I don't use stop losses. I'm I'm the worst at capital, exp- you know, savings. I mean, eh, stop losses for me are if you expect expect that you, you know a good a good example. Um, you know, Fortinet. I should have had a, 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 a stop loss at seventy when it ran to seventy five. I didn't, sold it at 68. So I lost two bucks, $200, big deal. But I don't have, a, I, I don't have use stop losses enough. You should use them. There's plenty of articles out there on stop losses. Um, you know, but typically what you want to do at, at 52 week highs is put a stop loss in so that you don't lose your gains. Um, if you're trading short term, put your stop losses in to uh, lock in the gains. Just choose a percentage. You can put those stop losses in. Um, I like stop loss uh, limits instead of lo- stop losses. Um, but again, do your research on that one. Um, McKesson now, let's see, uh, algorithm makes you 48% buying and holding makes you 87%. This has been a great stock. Um, I would probably just get into this one, uh, to buy and hold, but look at that. I mean, just, you know, since, since the pandemic, um, you know, since 2020, you're up 261%. Is it unfounded? Let's take a look at some of the financials uh, here on Finviz. Uh, the PE is 22, forward P of 16. Not crazy. Not crazy at all. 0.47% uh, dividend. Alex probably hates it. 0.47%. Performance year to date up 8%. Over one year, 37%. Average target price, 518 it's fifty-two week high. It was five nineteen. Uh, you have three point six percent to get up to that high. I mean, it's running at highs. January third, uh, Barclays overweight five thirty-seven is what the price target. So it's up, you know, six percent, seven percent. December, Wells Fargo equal weight five oh two. You're already at five oh two. So what are they going to do? Raise their guidance? I don't know. Let's see about insider buys. Um, yeah, everybody's selling. And they're selling in big lots at 457, 480. Um, that's just an options exercise. The CEO selling, what, $16 million here between November and January, um, between 457 and 480, and it's at 500 today. Um, the, the, oh, God, look, look at all the CEOs selling. Brian Tyler, the CEO, has been selling since June, and he's selling somewhere in the neighborhood of $40 million worth. The dude probably has even more than that, but that's a lot of insider selling. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, this is a, um, a a consulting company, and I think John Alvar did do a uh, uh, an, an episode on this. Now it's got a hold from the quant. The valuation is an F. I don't know why the valuation's. It. It's three of nine in the healthcare sector. Um, Cardinal Health is the number one. Uh, speaking of healthcare. Um, my company Oscar Health OSCR this one has been killing it and I brought it up on their last earnings Um, they're up 21% today and they're not making money they're not making money Um, but yeah this is Oscar Health It's, it's listed as a financial life and health insurance it's a health insurance company they're not making money but they announced earnings and They're not profitable, but uh, the last couple of times over one year, this is up 323%. Over five years, you don't have it, but it's over year to date. This one's up 78%. We're February 8th and you've almost doubled your money in this one for one year. So yeah, Uh, Ryan McKesson, it looks good. I don't know. You know, it's a consultant firm, I think, Um, but I could be wrong. It didn't look bad. Uh, Greg Michaels, looking at some preferred ETFs, PFXF is one of them, discounted nav chart, not great, but COVID and high uh, rates pushed it down, so it may have some upside, I take 15% of my portfolio as an income play, I know, not your area of interest, but no, uh, thought I would get your take on it, PFXF, uh, let's, uh, XPXF, PFXF, dyslexia is coming into play there, Um, let's look. Sell. I mean, the the two red bars seeking Alphas and the quant taxable bond. This doesn't get me excited. I mean, it just does. PFXF. I don't know why. Uh, Greg, are you, you know, are you sitting in a rocking chair? Do you need managed health care? Um, you know, dividends. Um, Let's see. What is it? VanEck. Uh, Let's see. Dividend. What does it pay? It's dividend is, yeah, 7.84. I mean, it pays out, probably pays out everything that it makes. So, um, and that's the dividend yield. But four hour, you could trade it. You lose 1% versus uh, buying and holding makes you, uh, loses you 14% for two years. I mean, they're paying 7% dividend. Ironic, you lose 14%. (laughs) So if you need the income, I'd say you're better off buying a bond. I'd rather buy a bond. I mean, if you need income, you're getting 5%. Why take a a, a dividend of 7% when you can just buy a 10-year bond at close to 5%? Maybe it's right now 4.15, okay? But it's treasury and, and, and you don't pay taxes on it. Yeah. I mean it's you don't pay taxes on a treasury bond. So if you want that, yeah. Don't buy a treasury bond in your retirement account, but just buy a bond. Um White Rabbit, great episode. Can you explain how you set your volume price start point six months for Twilio analysis specifically? Um so yeah, I wrote back to White Rabbit. It's it's a trend spider specific. And the way I learned about this uh this this volume by price is is that I learned, and I think it was from um, uh, from the person on Trendspider before Jason. Uh, I forget his name, but uh, he's now on uh, Twitter and I follow him. Why did I pull it back here uh, for Twilio? I pulled it back here to February. Um, I think I pulled it back here. I may have pulled it back here only. Yeah, I may have pulled it closer. The closer you can get, the better you are because it gives you a better sense of, of where people are buying. So for instance, if I pull this, and it's all the, these um, over here to the right, it's those uh, those bars, and this is volume by price. So TrendSpider does this. You want it to a higher area than where you're currently trading. Because if it's a higher area than you're currently trading, you can see if other people are still holding it. So if I pull it back here, it's right about where you're trading. And it's March of uh, last year and you can see there's not a whole hell of a lot of people still holding up here so what what makes me think that the price is going to hold up there there's not a whole hell of a lot of people buying over here so what makes me think that it's going to hold there they have earnings coming out on uh february 14th uh, 15th yeah february 14th after the bell so i mean you know you, you again you're you're kind of hoping Maybe it doesn't have that great of earnings and you can buy it. It's an alpha pick, but that's how I use it. You don't want to put it like down here, okay? For instance, if I bring it uh, down here, uh, oh, I didn't grab it. Hold on. If I bring it over here and I bring it to a low, uh, I can see there's not a, there wasn't a whole lot of buying down here. They've all gotten out when it got up here, okay? They all took their profits down here at 40 Everybody took their profits. But if you bring it back here, you're basically saying, okay, who's bought and who's still holding? And you want to move it as close to the chart, uh, the current level as you can, but you don't want to put it at the low right here because you won't have anybody buying up here. If we put it at the low down here, this kind of gives the way I was taught and the way I, the logic that, that was put about to me was if I bring this over to here, say I bring it to the, the, the algorithm buy at about 50 right there, okay? You're going to see, okay, where's everyone buying? Everybody down here at 50 got rid of it because they, they've already taken their profits. The, the majority of people are up here, and that's because that's where it's been in a trading range for recent time. But you don't want to do it down there because this is giving you a false sense that, oh my God, there's so many people buying it here. So you want to bring it back a little wider, right, rabbit that's the way I heard it um nick from canada so i think you said you had 30 dollars in IONQ. yes i have 30 dollars in io and uh i noticed they moved up earnings from the research i did when a company especially small mid cap moves earnings it's very often results in positive earnings uh thoughts something uh is, it, is there something there or is it i when a company moves earnings i don't think there's anything other than something changed And it doesn't mean good, doesn't mean bad. Let's look at IONQ. They're supposed to uh, announce earnings on February 28th. Let's look at it in Seeking Alpha, see if there's any news on them uh, moving earnings. IONQ is a long shot. This is in quantum uh, computing. Um, Let's see if there's any news on this. Uh, Files for 500 million mixed shelf CFO emphasized. It is for potential M&A. So that was on November 9th. There's no news. I don't see any news about them moving earnings. Maybe they did. But it's a high risk of performing badly. Learn why. Uh, we click on here. has characteristics which have been historically associated with poor stock performance. Uh, it's net income per employee cash flow. That's why it's, it's, it's viewed as poorly. This is a company that's not making money. They're doing uh, quantum computing. It's ranked 26 out of 26 in information technology. Guess what's number one? SMCI. Uh they're in different different industries there but this is just some wow arm is up 61% it's at 124 right now arm is flying um but yeah that's what the ceo is speaking <laughs> on tv uh IONQ, i don't see any i mean i'm not pouring money into this i don't think there's anything crazy about it um friday december 29th this was all the way 2 months ago has the potential to become a long-term compounder there's not a lot of information out there. This is a company that's not making money. Nick, don't pour your savings into this. This is something that deserves $30, $50. Maybe it turns into $100. But there's a lot of, a lot of things that have to go right for this to turn into a $100 stock. A lot that needs to go right. Because they're not making money. They're more likely to dilute you than they are to actually turn a profit. So they have a low cash burn. That, that's true. Currently holding a significant amount of cash. That's true because they just took it out in November, um, and short-term investment to continue funding operations. They're fine, but I'm not up- upping my 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 amount here. Algorithm got you in at ten thirty-seven. You're at ten seventy-two. Nice move. I mean, you get a couple of percent out of here. I think you know. Again, long-term, am I pouring money into this? Absolutely not. Uh, I can t- I said this down here. It's about nine dollars and thirty seven cents. You've seen it bounce right off there. There's a couple of places where it's just putting in there. Uh, scans. We had a ton. We had a ton of scans. Uh, Oxy just gotten a a, a a vote of confidence within a, a cross up here. Uh, if you wanted to buy under 60, 57.67. Warren Buffett is buying a ton of this. Pan W just got a, a cross up here. It It's in the middle of a current move. 299, if you bought that one, you are happy because it's trading at 366 right now. Uh, you know what else just got a, a cross up is Apple. I say this and I say this way too often, but Apple under... I'm going to remove all of these annotations because this is part of a... um uh a newsletter that I'm doing with my weekly stock pick but here Apple 18913 if you can get it under 190 I think you're fine if you get it under 180 I think you're doing fantastic the Vision Pro is a new line um a, a new uh, wearable it's a new source of income it's going to be crazy um QQQ got a cross up this is part of this current uh, bull run 40764 If you're in at 407, like I was, you're happy because you're 432. Goldman Sachs, financials, don't sleep on financials. Um, Goldman Sachs is in the core portfolio. This one I was saying buy at uh, at 300 when it was 300 back here in November. Book value, I think is 319 or so. Um, But here, 390, makes sense. I mean, it's putting in its its capitulation right here. Is that the move higher? I don't know. Um, You know, if we go to a weekly chart, your, your all-time highs here are in the 400s. So you still have room to go to get to the all-time highs. Is it one time to go into that one? For me, the The one scan that I would do from financials today, it would be Schwab. I'd rather have Schwab than uh, Goldman Sachs, 6243. You're buying on weakness. Uh, it took out your dividend. Yesterday was the ex-dividend the date, or today might be the ex-dividend date, February 8th. Um, but it was at open. Uh, So you had to own it as of last night. MACD is down there. RSI just kind of capitulating under here. It's completely oversold. But I do think you see a pop to 70. So 60 to 70, probably a good one to buy. Uh, A couple of energy stocks. We had CrowdStrike uh, with another cross-up, another bullish signal on CrowdStrike. Can you go any higher? Uh, It's up 0.7%. But this one has a cross-up right here that's just, I mean, it's overbought. Uh, am I buying, Why am I buying Nvidia when, when I'm uh, I say it's too expensive? When I'm not buying a CrowdStrike. Well, Nvidia. We can look at Nvidia. Nvidia is making money. Nvidia here is making money. Uh, they are you know they have a PE of 32. Uh, uh, or I'm sorry, a PE of 92 forward PE of 32. CrowdStrike is not making money. Their forward PE is 85. It is more expensive than Nvidia. Which one would I rather own? An expensive CrowdStrike or an inexpensive comparatively NVIDIA. I'd rather own an inexpensive NVIDIA. So that's how you kind of take a look at stocks. I will include all of these in the uh in the the uh the newsletter. It's free, so go and sign up. Uh bulls. This is the Fang three times levered, B-U-L-Z, three times levered upside for bulls. If this is just another leg, but again, 102. If you're in at 102, you're happy because you're at 130, HIBL, which is uh, the uh, the three times levered bull of the S and P. We just hit 5,000. This one, if you're in at 39, you're happy because you're at 41. You shouldn't own these for more than a day though. You know what else got just got another cross up? Was TQQQ. I got out of this one at 54. We're at 58. I got out of 54. I got out during this weakness. The algorithm didn't get you out. I got out. I got out because I got nervous, didn't want to hold it over the weekend. I didn't buy back in. I should have bought back in. But it's at 58. Am I upset that I didn't buy? No. I mean, the MACD is not doing horribly. It's not at its all-time highs like it was up here where you were at 50, 59, 57. Again, you want to hold these for a day. You want to trade them. You don't want to own these for a long time. Low-cost ETFs, there's a ton of them. QQQM. Uh, we talked about QQQ having a cross-up. QQQM is a slightly cheaper version of the Qs of QQQ. It's just another, you know, NAS- Investgo NASDAQ 100 ETF. Different in the uh, thing. The MACD was crossing up. I bought some at 167. You know, I bought some back when I bought QQQ. So uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Remember, um, if you made it this far, you like me. Uh, so go over to the link tree. You can buy TrendSpider. There are three options on TrendSpider. There is a seven-day trial period uh, for $29. Uh, you'll still get my algorithm. You'll still get everything for $29. It's billed at $149 after the trial ends. If you just want to, uh, to go on a month, um, you pay for a month. So you don't pay uh, for a full year. Um, but it's it's, it's it's $129 per month. Uh, you can save $20 off this test drive one. Uh, 129 you just pay per month. If you want the first month, pay 129 bucks. Uh, if you know if you know me and and you've been listening for a while and you want Trendspider, it's 892 for a year, $74 a month. If you're not making $74 a month with the algorithm with investing and and this isn't helping you remember, this isn't just about making the money. It's about making sure that you're getting out in time and saving the money on the downturn as well. That's the crazy part is it's not just making money. You know, say we have a 20% pullback, um, not in a day, because if we have a 20% pullback in a day, you got more problems than, than we know what to do with. But say you have a 20% pullback over a couple of weeks, you know, within the first couple of days, you're going to see that button hook. You're going to see the the MACD cross down. You're going to see some stuff. You can take some action based on the charts. So Yeah uh trend spider that that's the first one seeking alpha the premium version remember the premium gets you all the articles and everything it's 189 dollars off you get a 50 dollars off coupon if you use my link alpha picks this is the picks where you get one uh, two picks per month uh, beginning and middle of the month uh this week this month's pick is uh, twilio you can read all of the articles on it while you're doing it i say do not follow a douche on the internet. So while I uh, tell you that Twilio is the the thing, you want to do your own research and understand why Alpha Picks picked it. You want to do your own research. Weeble, if you're not in Weeble, throw a thousand bucks into Weeble. What am I at right now? I think I'm at forty six hundred. Yeah, forty six hundred bucks. I'm at forty six hundred bucks. Sign up for Weeble. Use this link. You get free stocks when you sign up. Uh, and the, the main thing is, make sure you're signed up for the newsletter. It is free. There is a paid option here, but it is absolutely 100% free during the week. Um, I, I, I try and do my best to publish it. It is usually a two to five minute read. If you're not you know, d- taking two to five minutes to take a look at the market, I try and cover as many stories as I can. I try and tell you exactly what I'm doing. And again, if you're going to follow a douche on the internet, it might as well be somebody ethical like me who's not trying to take your money. But uh, I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. So the most popular ones. uh, There is one confirmation, MACD, buy or sell, PE cross, twelve twenty seven timely, and Katie say XLF. Let's look. You know what? Let's take a look. I I want to look at XLF versus XLK um, because I want to see. So far in the first month, I think I'm completely wrong on XLF being the one of uh, for the year. XLF is up 5% for a year to date. Let's see, up 3%. S&P is up 4.72. Let's check XLK. Uh, XLK, because that's going to be the uh, technology. That's doubling XLF. Hey, 3% in a freaking month, one month and eight days. You ought to be happy that I put that one in, because XLF is actually doing much better than many other stocks, but that's a good one. Uh, XLK, I personally own. I own IGM. I own a bunch of those technology ETFs that I really, really like. Okay. Uh, take care. I will see you for a quick podcast tomorrow. It will be super fast.
0: Right, take care. Every Bye. morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to i